That's what I love about seeing movies is being able to turn to the other person and be like, what, what? just happened? Or, I knew you didn't care. The people beside me might have cared. People are always like, I hate people who talk in movies, but I'm like, some of us have to process things out loud <laughs> in real time. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Bendel, my bestie of four years and former roommate, and I'm visiting her in Pittsburgh this weekend. So this is our second episode of Gumption on the Go. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm so glad you're visiting this weekend. It's been so fun. Yeah, I feel like we can just start off by regaling our adventures from yesterday and just what <laughs> we've been up to, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I drove out to Morgan's apartment yesterday after work. Or not yes no, that was two Friday. Da- that was literally two days ago. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're already off to a, a confusing start. But I drove out and we went to this music venue and saw Maddie and Tay perform. Which, for those of you who don't know, they're a country group. Yeah, I, I guess I usually say pop country. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. They're not super traditional country. If that makes <laughs> sense. But how would you describe that venue? Because it's um, a very unique place. I yeah, think. so I guess if you're from Pittsburgh, it was at Jurgles. And <laughs> if you're not from Pittsburgh, it's not huge. You can go there and just eat dinner and go to a bar, but they have a lot of smaller performers. But obviously, it was kind of weird that Maddie and Tay were even there. It reminded me of House of Blues type place, which was really cool, but it definitely was more of a restaurant vibe. There was a lot more seating yeah. and bar space, so I really liked it, but it was very small for such a big artist. They opened for Carrie Underwood, didn't Yeah, they? I saw them, I guess, two years ago now, and they opened for Carrie Underwood. Because we also went with my friend, my friend from Pittsburgh. So shout we had out already, Jess. Yeah, shout out Jess. <laughs> <laughs> and we had already seen them, but this was such a more intimate setting. Yeah. We were pretty close, too. I mean, we were standing on the floor, and we definitely weren't near the front, but they were clear as day. I could see their outfits. (laughs) They looked so cute. And the openers were so good, too, so... It was Sasha and... Abby Cohen. They both sounded amazing and looked so stylish. Yeah. Although I will say, Sasha really just said... I'm going to sing covers. She Literally. just sang covers the whole time. Yeah. Oh, I know these two girls are out there, Morgan and Lily, so let's do a Taylor <laughs> Swift moment. <laughs> you know, I actually feel someone had warned them because not only did she cover, what, three Taylor Swift songs, also in the in-between when they were redoing oh, the yeah. set, they played Enchanted. And that's our favorite. What the heck? This it was such an intense moment because we were like, let's get another drink. And then, hold on, stop. Yes. Stop <laughs> we need everything to stand here doing. and sing. So. I think we should talk about the guy. The, okay. The I didn't know guy. if you wanted to talk about that. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Murphy, no, he Murphy was... knows. So. Yeah. We're chilling. Basically, so we're standing, <laughs> you know, just me, Morgan, and Jess. We're standing in the crowd waiting in between the sets. And. Let me just say this beforehand. There were these two guys standing in front of us that were, I don't know, they just had a very unique style. Straight 
blonde hair, 70s glasses almost, and a really pronounced mustache. They were definitely taking motorcycles home. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were dressed very country too. They didn't fit the vibe of the other people that were in this place. For it was sure. a lot of young girls, I feel and like. And like the only other men there were obviously with their girlfriends yes. or wives. It was very uppily or a single woman. Yeah, so there were two of them and they kind of looked like twins, to be honest with you. The best way I can describe their appearance is an off-brand country Ross Lynch. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's so good. That's literally perfect. So yeah, so we saw these men, they kept looking at us and you know, we were like, all right, that's a little creepy, but whatever. And this guy, approaches me and I'm gonna imitate how he sounded, but this is not exaggerated. Oh, and it should be noted that Lily was wearing a cowboy hat. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was wearing a cowboy so hat. So that that might have been a that might have been a thing for him too, because no one else was really I'm surprised more people weren't. I yeah. I only saw one other girl wearing a cowboy hat and she was up in the front, so I'm guessing she was a super fan, you know? She came prepared. She got there when the doors opened. Meanwhile, as we're sitting in Morgan's living room right now, I'm looking at the cowboy hat on the <laughs> shelf and as we were running out the door, I was like, Are you gonna wear this? She's like, No, I don't think so. So I took it upon <laughs> myself, I wore the cowboy hat, but Anyway, we're standing there and this guy approaches me and he basically goes, darling, and I'm not even kidding, that's how he sounded. He said, what are you, what are you drinking? And I was like, <laughs> I was clearly holding an Angry Orchard. It was so obvious what you were drinking. I wasn't even covering the logo with my hand. I was holding a bottle of an Angry Orchard. He's like, can I buy you a drink? And I hesitated. Yeah, it was a moment and Jess and I are standing there just staring. Also, I guess it would be funny to tell them that, Lily, you're what, 5'3"? And yeah. Jess and I are both 5'10", so we're just staring down at you waiting for this response. <laughs> That's so true. No, but also, as we all know, I have a boyfriend, so I was debating. I was clearly not gonna take this guy up on hanging out with him, but I was like, okay, is it inappropriate to let him buy me a drink? And then I look over at Morgan and Jess and they're like, you know. And Jess and I are waiting for her to say, yes, Angry Orchard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, get me an Angry Orchard, whatever. And he walks away. We're like, wow, that was really interesting that that just occurred. <laughs> he comes back later, gives me the Angry Orchard, and then he just walks away, which... Honestly, ideal situation. It was so nice. I was so glad he wasn't trying to speak to me after that. I hate to say it, but that's what you think. If I let this guy buy me a drink, then, then is he I gonna expect to... me to speak to him. Exactly. Yeah, but then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not over yet. So throughout the concert, we were standing in a similar place to them, but I had moved to the other side of Morgan and Jess to be farther away from He these. basically couldn't see Lily because she <laughs> hid it behind me and Jess. That was the goal, actually. <laughs> but yeah, we were dancing. He didn't approach us at all. He didn't really bother us. We went to the bathroom a couple times, came back to the same spot, and they were still there. They kept looking over at us. There were times when... I was looking around the crowd and I caught him kind of trying to be like, where is she? But then I hid behind you guys again because I just can't do this. And I was prepared. I have a cute picture of me and Murphy on my phone as my background. I was prepared to flash my yeah, background. Just oh, absolutely. look at the time, you know? Um, but it was unnecessary because he didn't bother me again. Till, you know, the end of the concert, we were taking some pictures by the stage. And on our way out, everyone had really cleared out. There were only a few more people left in there. So we were just waiting. Wait, no, you... He came up and gave you another drink. You oh didn't my even god, ask. Wait, yes. You didn't even ask. He literally just walked up with another angry orchard. And you oh were, god, I cheersed him. Yeah, yes. I cheersed him. He literally comes up and he's just like, here you go. And just hands you another angry orchard. And Jess and I are like, okay, girl. Yeah, wait, I forgot about that actually because I had just gotten another one. I had just gotten a brand new one. Yeah. And then I had like two in full ones yeah. in my hand. I actually can't drink this, but. 
That would make me a little nervous because at least I was paying attention the first time. I was looking at the bar, you know, but that one he yeah, really... Yeah, he just kind of came up. Mm, that's kind of sketch. So I ended up leaving it on the ground because yeah. I was like, I don't really <laughs> think I want this. But on the way out, we were walking out of the venue to go get picked up and he reached out to me and he was like, hey, darling, can I get... I don't know why he said that again. Hey, darling. Can I get your number? And I was like, oh, no, sorry. I'm not from around here. I mean, ladies out there, I feel like you could relate. If a man buys you two drinks and then you're like, yeah, I have a boyfriend, he could do something scary. He could be mad or something. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, girl. Are you kidding me? (laughs) What if she gives him a fake number? Okay, okay, that would have been a possibility. But I was sort of just polite. And he goes, well, where are you from? And I said, Cleveland. And he goes, oh, (laughs) why are you here? And I was like, sorry, my ride's here. And then I just ran away. (laughs) Yeah, we literally, we really ran out of there. But... That, yeah, that is the typical reaction of Pittsburgher hearing that someone is from Cleveland. So I mean, I understand that. That's pretty off-putting <laughs> around here. It is a big rivalry, so I figured that would be enough to get me, you know, out of his sights. And he'd be like, oh, she's a Cleveland girl. You know, I can leave her alone. <laughs> and it was the day after the loss. You know, Morgan, I have to admit I was a little nervous when I realized that the game was the day before I was coming out here. Because if we lose... I really thought we were going to lose, and this is no hate to Cleveland, but we just don't always do well in an under-pressure type situation, so I really thought I was going to be humiliated coming out here. Well, you didn't wear any brown stuff, so that definitely helped. Yeah, no, I I made sure none of my clothing (laughs) had any, and I did bring my Great Lakes Brewing Company shirt, but I did not wear that in public, because people would know that's from Cleveland, so. Yeah. You could have probably passed with that, though, because, oh, okay, it's beer. Yeah, and it also is black and yellow, so it, <laughs> it would have blended in. People wouldn't be looking that into it. Okay, the colors, check, we're good. Yeah, subconscious <laughs> approval. Thankfully, it wasn't brown and orange, because, I mean, as I'm actually You actually are wearing all brown. On sportsmanlike conduct, 15 yards. Although it is not a brown sweatshirt, no affiliation. It's kind of just crazy without Big Ben. It's anyone's game at this point. This yeah. rivalry could come back. <laughs> actually, Okay, you guys won one game. Okay, don't, don't <laughs> okay. get too excited there. <laughs> that's, that's so fair. Actually, our loss to the Jets was so embarrassing. I don't know if you heard about that game. No. It was last week, but we were winning, and then they basically just scored and won by one point in the end of the game. It was one of those things where you're like, how could they possibly lose this game? And then we lost. <laughs> That's a thing that a lot of Steeler players think too, is how are we losing? How are we, con- how did this loss get so out of hand? Aww. And I'm always is like that. And I don't know why other teams don't have this problem. <laughs> oh my God. We've talked about this before, but people always think there's such a rivalry, but there's so many similarities between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. You're literally hating on yourself. A sibling. (laughs) An alternate version of yourself. It's so true though. Even the way the cities are founded being a steel industry. I know that's Pittsburgh's claim to fame, but Cleveland is very similar. And then also with the rivers and just the setup of the city. It's so much the same. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I went through my Pittsburgh phase when I was being rebellious towards my family for all being Browns fans. I was like, I'm a Steelers fan. When I was like 10, I think. And in seventh grade, we did our big field trip you know most middle schools go to dc we went to dc yeah (laughs) yeah we went to pittsburgh as you should (laughs) it just was so random because let's do a tour of heinz field and go on the incline thing and okay then we'll go to golden corral and go back what is the point of why why is every middle school field trip big field trip to another city 
always include a trip to Golden Corral. Yes. <laughs> because we did that on our, our, our trip to DC too. And yeah. it was, it must've been cheap or something. I haven't been there yeah, in a while. I guess so. cause it's a buffet, but I can't think of a worse place to take for us. I don't even know how many kids. It hadn't been over a hundred yeah. middle schoolers. Like, oh God. Yeah. To a Golden Corral. They're already struggling. <laughs> to make life decisions and you're going to make them choose every food in yeah, the place. Like, they're unsupervised. <laughs> they're, they're only hanging out with their friends. They're staying in hotel rooms by themselves. <laughs> and then you want them to go to a buffet-style <laughs> dinner. Yeah, that was so whack, actually. I distinctly remember we took one of those nice buses there. We got this coach bus and I had my iPod touch and my little headphones. And I listened to Good Time by Carly Rae Jepsen and Owl City <laughs> on repeat the entire time we went there. Wow. Because it was one of the only songs I had bought on iTunes at that time. You know, this is a full circle moment for you. Yes. you just saw her. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I just saw Carly Rae Jepsen and Bleachers on Wednesday in Cleveland. And she sang Call Me Maybe. She did not sing... <laughs> Good time, which I was pretty upset about, but I understand because I think that's actually Owl City's song. So maybe she yeah. didn't have the rights to sing that or whatever. I don't know how that works. But I saw Call Me Maybe live. My inner child is healing. <laughs> She's at peace. <laughs> She's kind of a pop artist, so I wasn't really sure how she was going to be live. Yeah. Her songs are very dancey, but she sounded great, so. Yeah, I'm sure it would be fun to see her live. And Bleachers, they were amazing. Seeing Jack Antonoff, it felt special. This man wrote Taylor Swift's albums, and I'm a hundred feet away from him right now. <laughs> you know Taylor Swift. You're friends with Taylor Swift. And he was such a dork, too. He was so really? cute and dorky. Okay, are, but are we surprised because Taylor Swift... No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> She's the most millennial millennial that's ever existed. She's the most cat lady, like, has stickers, cats, you know. And we love her. Don't get... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not hating on the queen, Miss Taylor Swift. We are not. <laughs> Until the past couple years when we lived together, Fearless was always my favorite album. Fearless yeah. and Speak Now. I always knew those songs the best, but then didn't really know Reputation or Red or any of those. Mm -hmm. But now I am fully obsessed. I've been completely indoctrinated into Taylor Swift. And I hate to say it because... I mean this in the most affectionate way, but Taylor Swift fans are really annoying. They're really <laughs> obsessed with her, and I am one of those people now, too. Yeah. Well, it's because once you realize and accept how great her music is, you can't stop talking about it because she has almost 10 albums. Yes! You could do a whole series on just that. I've listened yeah. to a whole podcast series about all of her albums. That would be really fun to just do an episode <laughs> analyzing Taylor Swift, but I mean... Who knows how that relates to gumption? I don't really know, but Taylor Swift has definitely been around the block a few times. She's been a pretty gutsy person. That's how she got her whole start is she went around Nashville and she was really pushing to get her songs on the radio. That's This is what I learned from my podcast listening. I appreciate that because I had her CD of her first album on my little pink boombox in my room. And I think my dad bought me the CD because he was like, oh, I think this is how you're going to look when you get older, which is so cute because I do have curly blonde hair. So I wish I looked like Taylor Swift. I used to listen to that album so much. I had a bunch of my old CDs, including the original Taylor Swift debut album. And I recently moved out. So debut, debut. I was like, should I say it? And my sister sent me a picture of all these CDs and there's Taylor Swift, Fearless, all my original Jonas Brothers because you know oh, I'm obsessed with Jonas That one <laughs> that's black and white with the sepia border. Oh, don't even get me started. That was my first concert, best concert. <laughs> but my mom was like, do you want me to toss these CDs? I said, 
No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm going to frame these or put them on a shelf or <laughs> like, something. I need those. I need the little thing that had all the words to all the yes. songs. That was actually so helpful because I'm one of those people that mixes up lyrics a lot. So I would actually read those to be... Yeah. certain if I was singing the correct lyrics. With any song now, I'm too embarrassed to look it up on Google. Yes. And I Google a lot of stuff. <laughs> also, I do think that sometimes when I've looked up song lyrics on Google, they're incorrect. I feel like Halsey did speak out about this and I could be wrong, okay. but one of her songs, one of the lyrics, people didn't know what it was and they were guessing on Twitter whether it was this or that. And she tweeted, yeah, it says this on Google, but it's actually this. Maybe they don't put it on Google. Maybe it's a automated thing. where someone can go in and type it up themselves. <laughs> Imagine if you could go change the lyrics. <laughs> I bet you can't. I mean, I don't know. I don't really. We don't know how technology works. This is actually a great segue into. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> so. All right, we saw Don't Worry Darling last night, and I know that a lot of you out there, if you haven't seen this movie already, you probably want to see it because we have a lot of Harry stands in this fan base, as we should. We love Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. But I really wanted to see it. I didn't know how it was going to be. We're not going to spoil it for you guys. We want you to see it for yourself and have your own thoughts about it. And we're pretty sure you're going to have the same reaction we did. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll, I guess we'll just talk about it kind of generally something that wouldn't really deter you or make you feel like we spoiled the point of it for you but where to begin with this I don't even know I would just I'll just start with this I am still just as confused from the trailer that I am now yeah like now that I've seen it I almost think I'm more confused because at least when I saw the trailer I had my own ideas about what was behind it all and yeah. now I'm still confused even though it was Kind of told to us, not really. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. It was one of those movies where you almost feel you have to go see it again to get the point of it, but I will not be going to see this movie again. Not because it was bad, because it wasn't bad. I also feel weird saying I liked it because I think it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, it definitely made us feel uncomfortable for sure. Oh, and yes. <laughs> now, knowing what we know about the big twist of the movie, it would make sense to go back and see it to like, understand that but we would still be left with all the same questions that we were yes. when we left because we literally sat here for an hour and tried to <laughs> analyze and understand and read articles and we still don't understand if you're telling me that a time movie reviewer has the same questions that we do still i, I don't know I have been following all the drama surrounding this movie because I'm a huge fan of Florence Pugh. I just think she's incredible. She's one of the best actresses of our current time. Mm -hmm. And I love Harry Styles, but I was a little bit wary because he's not an actor. Obviously, you know, we heard the whole drama with the Shia LaBeouf thing and how he was originally supposed to be cast and blah, blah. If you want to know about that, go listen to a pop culture podcast. I'm glad I went to see it with you because it would make you so uncomfortable if you were with someone that you didn't know. We've seen a lot of movies together. Our roommates would get mad at us because we would put on a movie and talk through the entire thing. That's what I love about seeing movies is being able to turn to the other person and be like, what, what? just happened? Or, yeah. I think this is going to happen. And I knew you didn't care. The people beside me might have cared. People are always like, I hate people who talk in movies, but I'm like, some of us have to process things out loud <laughs> in real time. <laughs> I'm sorry that that is how I, I need to process, but... No, that's so true. And also, it was funny because when we got our tickets ahead of time, we were sitting away from people, but then Morgan's... 
Morgan's seat didn't recline, so she And I moved. needed a recliner. <laughs> so she moved into the seat on the other side of me, and we were directly next to these two people. I Yeah, I purposely picked seats where there was three seats left, and I picked the two that were closest to the aisle so there'd be an extra seat in between. Of course the recliner doesn't work. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. That was probably why it was available, honestly. Literally. I guess everybody knows that that theater has It's that. just... <laughs> An unspoken rule. I should have said something. Why didn't I say something to somebody? We were so shook after that movie. I don't think I could even interact with the person. Yeah, we were scared walking back to my apartment. The, <laughs> the like, attendant person that was getting tickets at the door as we were walking out was like, hey, have a good night. And we were both like, eh. We'll try. <laughs> I was scared I was going to have nightmares after that movie, honestly. I do want to speak on Harry Styles and his acting a little <laughs> bit. Again, I'm not going to spoil it for people, but there were some scenes where I thought he was really good. When he and Florence were being really sweet with each other. That's how I envision him. I think of him that way. And that could be completely off from the person he actually is. He's a mega star. I guess I don't know much about his actual personality. But how do you know much about anybody's, any celebrity's yeah. personality when they're... In private with yeah. another person. Yeah, so in those scenes, it was believable. He looked amazing. He looked so good. He just looks good in that era of clothes. His hair was... It was really good at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I would like to clarify that I mean in the Yeah, in yeah, the you'll know what we're talking about. Let me, I'll give you guys a trigger warning. There is a jump scare in this movie. <laughs> it's definitely, other people wouldn't consider it a jump scare. It's not what you think. It's classified as a psychological thriller, so we were expecting moments where something scary was going to pop out. But it was just like visually scary. But there was a jump scare, and it's not the kind you're thinking of. Yeah. And if you were a long-time Harry Styles fan, you're going to be upset. <laughs> this image is not going to be able to leave your mind, I'm going to be honest. Like, My issue with him in this movie is that when he's being really serious, I started laughing. And I felt bad because it's not even that his acting was bad. It's just, it's Harry Styles. It was so hard not yell- to be thinking of his X Factor <laughs> audition. <laughs> or Isn't she <laughs> I was hearing that like TikTok sound, beans, <laughs> just playing in my head. It's hard though because other actors do that. Other actors become singers or singers become actors. Yeah. It was difficult for us to take him seriously and we kept looking over at each other and laughing and it was the worst, most serious <laughs> moments too. so serious and we're like, hee <laughs> Yeah. It was hard to watch at times, but the cinematography was really pretty. It was. So I'm just conflicted about, did I like the movie? I gave it a two-star rating on Letterboxd. <laughs> I would say that means... <laughs> but you also, don't. I don't know. The way I rate things on Letterboxd is... Okay, for example, I'll give you this example. If I watch a rom-com that's really cute, but objectively not a masterpiece film, you know what I mean? I'll give it a three-star rating. Even if it's one of my favorite rom-coms, I don't feel that I can rate that on the same level as Interstellar or something yeah. like that. So well, I think it, that just depends on what you classify. You actually like a lot of like serious yeah. film movies. For me, I'd be like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's a five-star. That's the <laughs> best movie I've ever seen. And I stand by that. But that is such a good movie. And I did give that one a five-star. So don't worry. <laughs> I guess it just depends because some people would be like, oh, I love the visuals of this. That makes it such a better movie for mm-hmm. me. But like, I like the plot. And I always like having a character to root for. Yes. And thanks, thank God for Florence Pugh. Yes. <laughs> she carried that movie. Her people, back hurts. Her yes. back is hurting. She had to make up for the fact that the plot did not make sense. I'm just confused. I guess I don't know enough about how much of a role actors have in the script, which I don't think they yeah. really have any. But Unless they're maybe a co-producer or something. But or like, they're what if they it. have read it and been, I have so many questions. 
Dude, we had questions after one watch, so I don't even know how you could be in the movie itself and not be confused about what's happening. I would recommend to look up online the original script ending after you see it. Yes. This would have made so much more sense. The ending could have maybe been the midpoint of the movie. Literally. The climax of the movie, that could have been it. Once you experience the twist, you have a lot of follow-up questions and they didn't get answered for us. Everything that they spend time on doesn't really even correlate to what yes happened. Can we just get a synopsis? Can Olivia Wilde provide me with a, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I would recommend going to see the movie and not even for the podcast, just for my own personal satisfaction. If you go see it and you listen to this episode, please text me and let me know what you thought because I want to discuss this with people. Yeah, I, and if you have my number, <laughs> you yeah. can text me too. I'll put us in a group chat or something. <laughs> Should I just put my number on the podcast yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the bio of it? <laughs> text me. When we got back, we were just unsettled that and was scared. Not okay. We should have watched New Girl. We should have put something on. Why we, did we not put on something we, to calm ourselves Why with? did we watch Harry Styles' next movie trailer? We were literally tweaking so hard. Yeah. Going in the door, we were both, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> this key's not working! I was expecting those red guys to come out of nowhere. And Wish I understood who they were. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd they come from? Yeah. Yeah, so many questions. Even if we can't count on Olivia Wilde to deliver a movie that made us feel good, you know who we can count on? We can count on Chris Evans. Because oh no! <laughs> as I see the Chris Evans candle right in front of us, on Morgan's mantle. Shout out Abby for getting that for me for my 22nd birthday. Yes, thank you Abby, we miss you. <laughs> I am looking up as we speak, Chris Evans, maybe facts about Chris Evans? I guess I should explain that I really love Chris Evans. Yes. And this is gonna be, I, it's not embarrassing, I don't really care, but to preface this all, when it was quarantine, I decided I would embark upon watching all of the Marvel movies and I actually really like them. So I don't know if that makes my critique of don't worry darling change because no one's watching the Marvel movies like, this is peak cinema, but I really enjoy them for entertainment. So back to Chris Evans. <laughs> I found this article online. I'm so scared. It is called 13 Things You Probably Didn't Know About Chris Evans. And I think what I'm gonna do is I'll read them, I'll change them around, and then I'll give you a true or false. And we'll see how well do you really know him? Do you know these these 13 things? Oh God, okay. True or false, Chris Evans' father is a dentist. I think that's true. You're correct, that is true. (laughs) It says, Evans' pearly whites aren't Hollywood magic. They're the real deal thanks to his father. And apparently he once told Jimmy Fallon, I'm a very lucky guy, my father is a dentist. I don't know why that just, I've definitely read that somewhere or something. It just feels right because he does have- He has beautiful teeth. His smile is so nice. He also said, I was very lucky because I looked like the village idiot growing up. My teeth were trying to escape from my face. I've seen younger photos of him, but sometimes, okay, this is a quick sidebar. I do feel weird. Sometimes when I see pictures of celebrities when they're younger, Yeah. Because how did these get on the internet? You know, are we being creepy now? And the worst part is, you know it was probably someone he went to school with took it and was I went to class with Chris Evans. That's so creepy. (laughs) I mean, would I do the same thing? Yes. I'd probably like (laughs) save that yearbook, but uh, I don't know if I'd post it to the internet. No, I wouldn't post it to the internet, but like, also then who are you telling? Because if you have friends from your high school era, then y'all went to school with them. You know who went to my high school? From Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, the janitor, Arwen, that guy went to my high school. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You told me this, but I can't remember yes. because it's just such a crazy fact. And I've met him, oh. my math teacher in middle school, the nicest lady, I literally love her. That guy is her brother-in-law. 
So I met him when I was seven because he came oh, to my elementary that's school. That's the best time to meet him. Right? And I was obsessed with the show. So we were like, it's Arwen. That's so crazy. Um, and then last fall, I rewatched the Halloween episode because obviously, you know, it's iconic, iconic episode. But I was just like, wow, he really is just a normal guy. But we are proud to have him as an alumni of my high school. And I love that I met him. <laughs> all right, our next question. Okay, okay. So I love how I did not plan this out at all. <laughs> I actually know the answer to this without this article, so I'm expecting that you will know this. Okay. Who was the first superhero that Chris Evans played? Oh, it's, what's his name? It's the fiery guy from Fantastic Four. Yes, the Human oh, Torch. Yes, the fiery guy. No, I was gonna say the Flash, but that's not correct. In my head I was thinking Flash too, but I was like, he's not, that's not the point. <laughs> he looks so, okay. So good in that. He looks so good. Even with a buzz cut, this, is giving me early 2000s vibes. It's giving me that ad that would play before every movie. You wouldn't steal a car. You would, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so don't buy, it's like, don't record it's like this. Pirating yeah. is illegal. <laughs> okay, bro, I, I literally have an iPhone and it barely works. I used to be obsessed with that movie. I don't know why. I think just because it came I'm, out in 2005 and it was the epitome of that early 2000s kind of techno. I used to love the Silver Surfer and Halle Berry who plays, isn't she in that movie? I thought Halle Berry was I one of the people. Was, Maybe it's Cameron Diaz, or no, no Jessica, Jessica Alba. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a Jessica. Well, and I think it's Jessica Alba. Alba? I think Alba, it, what did I say? <laughs> Jessica Alba. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling this weekend to talk. I don't know what's been going on. Having Lily around, at least she knows what word I'm trying to get at, so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be strange to visit you in your own place because we have lived together. It's different. But I literally feel we're right back to where we were. <laughs> Just the way that Morgan and I would interact with each other at our house. No different. Absolute chaos. She just knows everything about me and I can be so weird in front of you, so. I appreciate that though. Yeah, we really- I don't want people to feel they can't be weird in front of me. Cause I'm gonna be weird in front of you. Who replaced Chris Evans? in the remake of Fantastic Four that came out 10 years after the original, oh, so in 2015. It's not, a, what's his name? Oh my God, he's so hot, he's in Creed. Is it him? Michael yes. B. Jackson? Michael B. Jordan. What is my, Jackson, <laughs> Michael B. Jackson. Bro, what? He does I, be Jackson. <laughs> but, but I knew it was Michael B. Jordan. I haven't right. seen that movie, but I heard it was bad. How could it compare to the original? I loved the original. Why even remake it? I'm about to say something so controversial right now. Hit me. Because, <laughs> I, okay, I'm gonna say my controversial <laughs> statement and then I will explain myself. When you said why even remake it, the superhero movies that came out of that time period, those early 2000s, were so good. Specifically, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man oh, franchise. I should have known you were gonna do this. I, I love Tom Holland, I love Andrew Garfield. I've seen all the Spider-Man movies into the Spider-Verse, the Avengers Spider-Man crossover, and don't get me wrong, they are fantastic. But I have a soft spot in my heart for the original Spider-Man franchise. You really do. Especially the Dr. Octopus one. Octavius, whatever his oh. name is, I just love him. I don't know, I don't have a big thing about, I don't have a big thing about superheroes. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> but Spider-Man was never a superhero I really like. But you really yeah. like those original Tobey Maguire movies. I really do. And I know they're cheesy as hell. When I rewatched them, the oh, scene, like when he has his Spidey sense, it zooms in on his eyeball. This is objectively horrible <laughs> filming. But there's something about them that just evokes that time period for yeah. me and I love it. And also, I don't know if you've seen the original Daredevil, cause I know they made a show out of it. I haven't. All this drama with J-Lo and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Oh yeah. Is they, it from that? 
Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner met doing Daredevil together because she was Elektra and he was Daredevil. Before he was Batman. I didn't know that. So, that, I never knew how they ended up together. Him and J-Lo makes so much sense. I love Ben Affleck, even though. It's the Duncan memes. I'm sorry, they're it's so, so <laughs> It's relatable as hell. That's literally us today. I referenced our, that this morning. Trying to get our stuff from Panera's. Yeah, I got a cold brew from Panera this morning and I squeezed it a little bit too hard and on the way out, I almost did that thing where the lid comes off and it just drops to yeah. the ground. Also, shout out to the paparazzi that got that photo <laughs> of it literally falling midair. <laughs> the reflexes you must have, yeah. impeccable. Let's see if there's any other facts worth noting in here. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement. Thank you all so much for entering the giveaway for one meet cute box. And I'm going to announce the winner right now. Drum roll, please. The winner is Aaron Hanlon. Aaron, I'm so excited for you. And I will send you a DM from Gumption Pod and let you know how you can claim your prize. Thanks again, everyone, for entering. In case you missed last week's episode with Tony, Meet Cute Box is a themed date night box filled with unique items from small businesses all around the world. Every box is handmade based on your membership profile, which you fill out and it gives specifications on like hobbies and different things that you and your partner or you and your friend like. And there's a new surprise each month included in the box. Memberships start at only $29.99 with each box valued up to $100. And there's even gift boxes available if you want to send one to a friend. Plus the founders, Tony and Brenda, are the cutest couple and Tony was kind enough to come on my podcast and talk about how they were inspired to start this really clever business. You should all run to meetcutebox.com to learn more and even receive a box as early as next week. Murphy and I absolutely loved our box and I feel like this is a really fun thing, especially for the fall, so you guys should check it out. And now, back to Morgan. What kind of dancing does Chris Evans do? What style of dancing? This is gonna sound so random. Tap? Yes! <laughs> is it tap? Yes! <laughs> I don't know why that just... It is tap, that is correct. <laughs> it says... Um, thinking, I don't think she's gonna get any of these, and here I am. When he's not saving the world from certain destruction, Evans finds time to hone his tap dancing skills, and he learned from his mom. That's so cute. What's concerning is I have no idea why I knew that, but it's fine. He did do it on the Ellen DeGeneres show, so you might Maybe have seen, seen it. And, okay, his childhood crush was Sandra Bullock. Me too. Yeah, like, fair. She's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a rom-com with them or something. Because they're coming out with the George Clooney, Julia Roberts one. Oh, There's what? one coming out in the spring with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. <gasps> Wait, that's an interesting pairing. Right? I guess Sandra Bullock's probably in her 50s. 50s? And but Chris she Evans looks is good. 41. She 40, looks 41. good. So, but it could be a cute C. <laughs> I think it could work. We should pitch that to someone. Yeah, someone. Maybe someone important will hear this episode. Probably not, but maybe. But maybe. Never know. Or if it does happen by some means outside of us, then we would have called it. Yeah. And we have it. <laughs> yes. I've been making predictions about things all the time. <laughs> Back to Chris Evans. What was his dream job as a kid? I will give you a clue. It has to do with movies. Because hmm. otherwise, how would you guess what his dream job was? I don't know. <laughs> Movies. Maybe he wanted to be a director. He actually wanted to be a Disney animator. Stop. That's so cute. It that is cute. That is like full circle with the Buzz Lightyear thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's so many things about his mom in here. It says he almost turned down the role of Captain America before his mom convinced him to go for it. I'm not surprised because I read a lot about it and he was really apprehensive 
to taking on this role. I think it was because it's such a long commitment. Think about like, it's if like they a were franchise. Gonna do it. Yeah, because they were planning for Avengers and then it really took off. He wouldn't have been able to leave the series. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure to play like these comic book people. Yeah, because kids are gonna see him and know him as Captain America. Truly, any of those actors, actually, I do think about them as their superheroes. Even though they've been in other stuff, like Chris Hemsworth, even Scarlett Johansson. And she's been in so many things. Yeah. And I love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, you love Mark Ruffalo. We know. I'm not about to do Mark Ruffalo trivia. You know on Snapchat, they give you those little article stories about Mm. people? I have read those about him. Yesterday, Morgan and I walked around this district in Pittsburgh. I was about to say Philadelphia. That is not where we are. We walked around this district in Pittsburgh and it was so much fun. So Morgan, I want you to tell everyone about it. Okay, yeah. So I took Lily to the strip district yesterday morning, just knowing Lily. I knew she'd really enjoy it. And we got brunch and we just walked around. Well, there's a bunch of different stores and a lot of restaurants. It was just cute. And yeah. so much Pittsburgh stuff. We did never tell the story about the bee. So I think we should oh, tell that shoot. story. I forgot about that completely. Yeah. So we went to brunch at Cafe Raymond. I Very guess. cute place. I yeah. guess that's how you say it. We walk in, I was like, oh, can we sit on the upper balcony? And the guy's like, oh, it's a $3 fee. It's fine, whatever. Meanwhile, also, to interject, this restaurant, you don't just sit down like a normal restaurant and then they come over to you and take your order. When you come in, they have menus there and you wait in line and you get a table number and then you order and check out and then they just bring you your food, which yeah. I really liked that. I thought that was a quicker yeah. way to do it. You know? yeah. There's really no interruptions while you're eating. Yeah, except interruptions from nature, which we experience. <laughs> so we go upstairs, we sit down and the same guy who told me that there was a fee to sit outside goes, you guys can just go sit on the balcony. It's fine. All right. So we just pick up our little table number and we go sit outside. No one else out there. Yes, yeah, just us. Day. It's sunny. There's a trumpet player on the street just jamming out amazing vibes. Yeah. So then we get our food, blah, blah, blah. And then a bee comes. And this bee will not leave us alone. Yeah. Literally just flying and landing on Lily's food four million times. This was not your average bee, let me tell you. It started to get to the point where... I was trying to tell Morgan a story and I kept having to get up and swat at this thing because he would just start hovering over my food and not even landing. He was zigzagging back and forth over my plate. So this goes on for probably, what would you say, 30 minutes? We wanted to sit out here. So then eventually we're both standing up, literally swinging at this bee with a napkin holder, (laughs) our purses. I used my water bottle. It was just so bad. We are struggling. And also there's glass doors from the inside of the second floor out to the balcony. So everybody can see us being attacked by this little bee. Yeah, and we probably looked so ridiculous because it kept flying and... (laughs) I doubt they could see the bee from where they no. were sitting, but they could definitely see us screaming and standing up. <laughs> and also, not to mention, anybody who was walking down the street could have seen that. <laughs> Didn't even think about that till now. Yeah, that's yeah. embarrassing as hell. You know what? Fine. We'll go sit back inside. And then all these people start going out on the balcony. Yeah, and I'm just wondering how they weren't being harassed by bees. Because when we were leaving, I looked out there and everyone looked so calm and they were just enjoying their brunch. Dude, this bee had it out for And by us. The, when we went inside, there was two bees. Yeah. Yeah, he told a friend. <laughs> he brought a friend. These two... I don't even know what he thought of us. It doesn't matter. I mean, He's they... <laughs> Do bees even have brains? I don't know. I think they have a brain. It's just extremely just small. Yay big. The fact that two bees were able to intimidate us to go back inside is pretty pathetic. It's honestly... Yeah, it's disappointing. But, but we just wanted to enjoy our brunch. You know, we didn't need that. We, we didn't really need the drama. I still had a great time at Cafe Raymond. So we made the best of the situation. Yeah. But we were walking through the street vendors. They have a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers gear. It was hard to see, but... <laughs> 
I was thinking of my grandpa because he loves the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I bet my grandpa probably has this turtleneck. He probably has this shirt, you know? <laughs> anyway, so we went into a couple stores. This one place was a dried flowers place. Oh, yeah. And it was so beautiful. It smelled amazing. Although we both started sneezing while we were in there. so Yeah, it was tough. My allergies were going crazy. Yeah, the fragrance was just really strong. I also didn't know that when you dried flowers, they retained their smell. Or did they? Maybe that was just other things in the store. I don't know. I don't know. We really, we weren't getting up in the flowers. Yeah, we walked in there and it was a burst of scent. Someone needs to keep a door open. It also... <laughs> It probably didn't help that we kept smelling candles and also those bath fizz things. We, we smelled... I stuck so my we, nose right in those Yeah. <laughs> and then when we were at the other store, the lady was like, don't put your nose in there. <laughs> and as you, were, as you were holding it up to your face, I actually did buy those. When you put them in your shower, they melt and then the fragrance comes yeah. out. We'll see if it's too strong for me. It might give me an allergy attack, but <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, so we went there. We went to a cute little Pittsburgh-themed shop. Yeah. And they had all these really cute shaped candles that were... A pumpkin, a skull. They had a Pittsburgh one that said 416. Isn't that your guys' area code? I'm so offended. It's 412. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ours is 216, so I think I just got those confused. No, but I'm just um, <laughs> If you had one piece of advice or, I don't know, just fun tip for the listeners about anything. It could be super specific or it could just mm. be kind of general. What would it be? My tip would be as like a... Uh, freshly graduated person, which is probably graduated person, a, a recent college graduate or someone in their early 20s, which is most of us. I'd say most of the listeners guess, probably like, fit that demographic. Yeah. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to my mom's work friends because I hear that you guys listen to my podcast and I love you so much for Aww. that. So thanks for listening, even though you're probably like, I'm 40. I don't this, like, <laughs> but anyway. Okay, so then I take that back on who's listening. But I guess my, my piece of advice, and this is obviously... Coming from me, who's still working on a lot of this, but I would just say focusing on prioritizing yourself is the most important thing I found right yeah. now. And even just moving out on my own. We've talked about this a lot this weekend, but for me, I have to do that for my own growth, my own yeah. health. And that's just something that I need to focus on that so I can get to this next part of my life. So that'd be my advice. You really need to figure out what you want to do. And I don't mean job-wise, but yeah. figure out what setting is really going to allow me to figure that out. Yeah, and to thrive as the person that you want to be, you know? Yeah. I love that. So that would be my advice. And you don't ever have to know exactly what you're going to do, because I we don't know, you know? I, like, don't, I don't know, know where yeah. we're going to be in five years, ten years. Just trying to figure out what environment is really going to allow you to explore that. I think about this a lot, too. As someone who definitely gets a lot of motivation from academic validation, if that makes sense, not being in school anymore has made me have to find new ways to organize my time and my life. And when you don't have the structure of school, even working a job, it is hard to figure that stuff out. It is really hard, especially both of us are able to work from home. There's a lot of self-discipline involved. Yes, totally. But how am I going to make this work for myself? And you are figuring out that a podcast is what you want to do with your time. That's the environment that you're setting yourself up to talk with people and learn and see where these avenues go. The podcast is fun because <laughs> catching up with friends is also something that's been hard when you're at school with people everyone lives in the same place your home friends you know come home for breaks and stuff so there's set times when you know you're going to see people and be able to catch up with them but it's just a free-for-all your early really 20s hard. everyone is all over the place and even if you live in the same city you might not even be able to see that person it is really hard because everyone's doing 
different things and you're learning to adjust. Yes. People are in grad school. People are working multiple jobs. Also, people are just tired from the work week. And it's a different setting than in college when it's like, okay, Friday night, we're going out. I don't yeah. want to go out on Friday. <laughs> yeah, we were cracking up last night because originally <laughs> I thought we, you know, we were planning maybe to go out. Yeah, I was drinks or whatever. Pittsburgh people. I was going to take her down to North Shore. <laughs> and I'm sure I would have loved it too. But after the concert the night before, we were both so we were wiped tired. and we're like, let's just go see a movie. Not that that movie was relaxing in any way. No, literally I, when we came back, I was like, my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Basically, it's hard to navigate all this stuff. So it makes me happy when people let me know that listening to this podcast is helping them out and just bringing them some joy because you know what? That's the whole point of this. I'm not taking myself too seriously here, people. Yeah. I was That's just telling your gumption Morgan, story, bro. Yeah, my <laughs> gumption story is I freaking started a podcast without even knowing how to work. When we started recording this episode, the microphone had crazy feedback. I don't actually know how this works. Yeah, um, I, if you don't know, I don't know. And for anyone listening, the microphone is actually propped up on a small ottoman in my living room. <laughs> and we're sitting on the two couch. Well, I'm sitting on the couch. Lily's sitting in this... The Facebook Marketplace chair. <laughs> which is really comfortable. Yeah, it's I'm not even gonna lie. It really looks... It looks luxury is what I was going to say because See, it's like it's that. bamboo on the outside and then it has this nice brown cushion. It really looks expensive. It's crazy in contrast to my couch <laughs> because the couch is giving discount furniture store. Dude, nothing could possibly be worse than the couches that we had at our house together this past year. Oh, because they broke? Yeah, not only did they- Well, I actually think- I think the mice ate them. Oh. <laughs> no, but I think one time I did sit down and I did think it broke because of me. But that I happened to me also, it. but I just kind of never said anything about it. So maybe it was, it was like collective people sitting down. It was like a couch. wearing down process. It was kind of like if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a noise? <laughs> we all just broke the couch at separate times. If the couch breaks and no one, since we were all there. <laughs> it, but it was more, if the couch makes a noise, is it broken? <laughs> Morgan, thank you so much for being on the podcast and thank you for hosting me this weekend because I had such a great time and dare I say it, Clevelanders don't come for me. I actually loved my time in Pittsburgh. Ah, <laughs> thank you so much for visiting. I'm so glad you got to come down and oh. I'm so excited to come to Cleveland. Yes, and you better. I'm definitely only wearing Pittsburgh stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But. Oh my God. Yeah, you will definitely be able to visit me anytime. Anytime.